You know what you gotta do. <laughs> oh shit. I'm fucking up over here. Are you or is Steve Jobs trying to get us? I knew it wasn't that, me. I knew that, it wasn't me. Oh fucking <laughs> I knew it was that piece of shit. Uh, you right? God damn, got me over here blaming myself, Steve Jobs. I know what you fucking did. Trying to fuck us from getting these goddamn ducats. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 36 of Buckets of Ducats. I am your host, Chase Myers, out here in Seattle, Washington. Down there in Louisiana is my co-host, the one, Josh Watts. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard jesus christ what's up america this is episode 36 (laughs) that's 16 more than 20 and 14 more than 22 but also four less than 40 and if we get to 40 uh all if you listen to this episode and then we get to the 40th episode. Everyone who listens to bank account will be drafted $24.99 a month for the rest of the time that Chase and I do this podcast. And now that I've said that, you have all verbally agreed to it. It is a verbal contract signed and sealed and delivered and bonded. I'm a notary republic also now. I don't know if I mentioned that before. You've mentioned Ooh. it. I've heard you talk about it. <laughs> We're a contract <laughs> now, bitches. <laughs> Cool, man. We start to show off with a con. That's what I'm talking about. Just a <laughs> cough, going in hot. A cough and a con for you people. All right, that's what we're doing over here, uh, <laughs> guys. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast streaming services you are on. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscribe, like, comment, the whole thing. Uh, what's up, man? How uh, how you how you been? Let's uh, first buddy. off. Let me say this: that is a, a tremendous new new backdrop for the people listening on the podcast. They they're missing a lot, but you uh, you decided to finally flex and show all of your your figures behind. <laughs> uh, dude, look if you're watching the podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little truth. This is the wall behind me. I just got this cube. I've set up some stuff, but over here, well, there's lights blocking everything. There's a lot more action figures over there that you can't see them. Unless you sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> I was sure, for sure I was going to show it and flex real big. Uh, that's yeah, all right, dude. man. People people see that, like, I don't think anybody would look at what's behind you and think that that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't... <laughs> it feels like if you got to that point, like, that's not... The, like, people, you keep going. Like, once you... This hit, is a... I'm probably looking at an estimate, like, a... a, a res- like, being maybe a hundred to a... <laughs> 125 figures I'm looking at right now. Like I like Yeah, and, and look right look right there is a whole bunch of unopened ones. Uh shells behind me unopened. If you're li- if you're listening, you're missing out on fucking gold right now. People are seeing my world, my collection, where the magic happens. What's up, MTV Cribs? Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Michelle found these little cube things at Walmart. And it's like a furniture that's um like you could buy, it's two cubes. You could buy four cubes, and it's like a bookshelf. You can see it behind me. I'm trying to describe it for the listeners. Not sure how good a job I'm doing. It's a bookshelf. Boom. <laughs> but we've gotten obsessed with these cubes, and we've bought like eight of them in the last two months because we're like, let's get a cube for that. And we're like, ah, right, we got running out of plate space. Get a fucking cube. So Bring that cube in here. Fuck this shit up. We're feng swaying the fuck out this house right now, y'all. Uh. And it's, dude, I love it. I set this shit up the other day and I felt like a fucking man. Like I accomplished, I built this bookshelf uh, with my wife and children's help. <laughs> and I felt like a goddamn man about it. I set all my beautiful man toys up and just sat in here and just soaked in, in the testosterone and awesomeness that's what, that you see behind me. <laughs> good sell. That's a good sell. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Every time before we record, I have to. My desk actually usually sits over there, so I face this, and uh, I have to move everything because I want to make sure that America gets to see what's happening behind me. 
Chase, what you got going on behind you there? <laughs> Man, I got a boring ass old backdrop, bro. You out here fucking now nah, I gotta I gotta I gotta get a collection of things now. I don't know. I gotta find stuff that I love and put behind me. Like I I don't know. I uh I I, I thought this was a good setup, but now uh you've you've just I, I'm spiraling now looking at this. Whoa! Yeah. Dang, dude. <laughs> Dang, bro. Yeah. Josh just uh, leaned his camera up to show uh, like two more rows of, <laughs> of figures. DC Classics. Yeah, bro. Boom. God damn, that's pretty, man. Woo. I'm trying to put shelves in so I can put all my wrestling uh, stuff up. And it's just it's overwhelming. I got a hammer and fuck it. Nah, dude, I'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'll never pick up a hammer, bro. Nah, there's, man. There's no way. I uh, I, I said re- I'd never pick it up again, not after what happened. <laughs> Don't forget, dude. Join you our keep Patreon. That, you you keep that fire burning. <laughs> Keep that fire burning, dude. Don't let it. Don't let it go out. All right, you keep that going. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna try to go through my life without having a callus on my hand. That's my goal. I just want to have smooth, oh, uh, just baby hands. I see them. You got two. Yeah. You got two apiece on each hand. Yeah, bro, down there. That's that. That's that kettlebell. That's that kettlebell callus. Yeah, that's I'm a- not doing kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I've talked on here before about how uh, people get upset about when I park in a handicapped spot. I think that's come up on here before. How about... Yeah, save yourself a little bit right there because you have handicapped tags, but you just don't display them oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. well okay. enough to... Yeah, you, you fucking asshole. You know how people get all upset whenever I <laughs> park where handicapped people park? Jesus Christ. I thought I thought I, we had gone into this on the show before. No, we definitely so. have, but I mean, okay. we yeah, I, new people. I... I uh, am a handicapped disabled veteran, and I have a license plate that says so, and it also says I can park wherever the fuck I want. I can just pull up right in front of a fucking door, a Windex, and get out. Ain't nobody gonna say a goddamn thing to me, because I'm a patriot. But <laughs> I don't always hang the little placard up from the rear view, and people, I have never been confronted more about anything in my adult life than I have uh, when I park in handicap and somebody sees like people make a show of walking around to, to look at my license plate, make sure that I see that they're, oh, and it yeah, happens. Yeah. We no, did it's, see it's a, th- it's a whole house. thing. It's the one thing that we can all just yell at people about. Like I, I, every local news <laughs> station has done the story of look at all these assholes parking in handicap yep. spots. And then they go, uh, from the right aid, uh, over to, uh, <laughs> Hobby Lobby and they go, look at these monsters. And they just keep going up and down the city. Uh, I've seen that on every local news station that I've ever had a chance of just, Hey, what's going on in Chattanooga this week? Uh, whenever I'm doing the comedy catch or whatever, like, yeah, it's, uh, oh, assholes are parking in handicap spots whenever they've got perfectly Dude, good legs. If people, if they think that you've parked in a handicap spot unwillfully or, uh, illegally, or unearned, it will turn the sweetest 95-year-old grandpa into a cage fighter within 30 seconds, ready to go. And they make a big show of make sure you see... And my thought is always just being in, just playing devil's advocate and being a huge muscled asshole. Uh, let's say that I don't have a handicap plate. What are you, what are you going to do? Like, people come over, like, what are you going to, I've already parked here, do you think I'm going to move because you said, if I'm the type of person that just parks in a handicap spot and doesn't belong there, do you think I'm going to move because Old Man River said something about it? No, dude, I'm going to get out, nah. I'm going to break your fucking hip, that's what's going to happen. See, here's what's going to happen your on business, my side, Grandpa. is, uh, <laughs> look, that car is going to stay there because I'm going to stab it with my key, alright, we just stabbing tires, that's what happens, alright, you <laughs> okay? Look, if you're not handicapped, this car is now. All right, it's not going anywhere. Okay. Uh, all right. I mean, that's fair. Today, I had a guy. I parked, and Michelle went into the store, and I had a guy. He had to park in the handicapped spot beside me. Right. There was still a, there was still a spot, but he got out and made a big show of looking at my license plate and making sure that I saw he was looking at it. And I had my window down, and when he walked around, he goes, "Whoo." I'm glad I looked at your plate. I almost said something. And I said, could you imagine you would have looked like a real asshole? 
<laughs> and I Man, just, what a dummy you would have been, bro. I didn't Thank even. God. It just came out before I even had a chance. I was like, yeah, could you imagine? Whew, you'd have looked like a real asshole, huh? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then he just walked back over and stood beside his truck for a little while and talking to his dog or whatever the fuck he does out there. But <laughs> He talks to his dog. <laughs> but he barked in it like... You still got a handicapped spot. I don't. Win Dixie is like a vortex where all the handicapped people in the world go to pick fights with people. That's my theory. <laughs> the universe converges on Win Dixie. Handicapped people go there specifically to fight the able bodied. That's Boom. that's handicapped fight club, dude. I don't I've know why it. you. I don't know why you didn't know that. <laughs> I put that's it out in the world. Bro. You want to fight? You want to fight white ladies? You go to Hobby Lobby. You want to fight old handicapped people? Go to Win Dixie. You want to fight everybody? Go to Walmart. Oh, for sure. Everybody. You got to be ready, dude. Whenever I go into, I say a prayer before I go into Walmart every time, dude. I make sure, because I know, I, I know this, every time you go into Walmart, this could be it. This could be your last, oh. this could be your last grocery shop. All right. Every so. time I've walked into Walmart, I've, I've made peace with not walking out just in case. Oh, you dude, never I got, know. I got a shank in my sock every time, every time I go in there. <laughs> I carry a sock full of nickels just <laughs> I just swing it around, just swing it around. I might actually be the problem at Walmart now that I think about it. it yeah, you actually, know what? Actually, it might actually be because of how I aggressively stare everybody in the face and say, "Not today, motherfucker." Oh shit! But I don't know what just happened. I will show you something. Show me. Listeners of the podcast are missing out on the visual, but Henry has been sick. For two days, my son, my two-year-old, has been sick for two days. And those two days, Michelle Your boy. has been at work. And it's just been dad. And he's been alive. And he's still alive. He's still sick. Man, look at alive. you. Look at you nursing that baby. Oh, the, the dad Kwando championship belt has got a little bit of a glare. This is my dad Kwando world championship belt. Uh. The last father who kept his sick son alive had to deliver it to me by hand. And he had to look me in the eyes when he handed it to me because I lasted three hours longer than him. Yeah, I was about to say, so when do you lose the belt? When the child dies? Is that... <laughs> me? <laughs> no, me? him. Never. How did he lose it? That's what I'm saying. How did he... <laughs> his sick child got better within 36 hours or 40, whatever, 48, whatever it is. Henry is still sick, so therefore I've cared for his sick child longer. Understood. Understood. The universe, you got to give me the belt. And the rule is, too, that he has to park two houses away and walk to my house and up my driveway and look me directly in the eyes as he hands me this title belt on one knee. And I'll be honest, I felt sorry for him. It's embarrassing. Uh, I could see every masculine part of his soul die right in front of me. And... I almost felt bad for him, but like, and what's the saddest part about it is his sick kid, his formerly sick kid, doesn't respect him anymore. Now not he's not oh, champion. No. It's he saw he saw his dad's limp dick out in front of uh, in front of oh, everybody, man. and there's nothing like finding over. out your. There's nothing in the world to ruin your childhood like finding out your dad is a limp dick loser who had to hand <laughs> over his title belt to a big mohawked meat castle. Right in front. His wife had to. His wife had to watch him from the street with his kids, and she told. She tried to make him look away, and I said, "No, you make them look. <laughs> they need to see this. <laughs> look at what your daddy did." <laughs> that's pretty good, man. Congratulations, though. That's, that's pretty big it, deal. It that's feels really good. Deal. Yeah, it should. Uh, it feels really good. Uh, you had to ruin a family to get it, but honestly. Well, and also, uh, uh, to record this, I did have to lock my sick son in a closet, so. <laughs> He's alive, though, bro. That's the only That's the only qualification is he is. As of 24 minutes ago, he was alive and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no problems here. Ah, oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, so it's another week. It's another week without you on social media, right? Buddy. Dude, I just right. the greatest <laughs> man on earth. It's amazing, bro. I am so oh so happy for you. Just it just truly makes me happy every day that you're not there. It sounds 
uh, ridiculous to say, but after like a week or so, you kind of deprogram. Yeah. And like, it literally feels like a weight is, is off of me. I relaxed. I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like I should always be doing something and I'm kind of just living in the moment instead of worrying about posting it. And I don't have to read any of your stupid fucking opinions about dumb shit that I don't care about. It's been great. Uh, Michelle found out the other day that my Facebook, I thought I deactivated all the accounts, but I guess I didn't. And Michelle was like, Oh, I can still see you on Facebook. And I was like, Oh, and I went to log in to deactivate it. And I thought, no, I'm not, I don't even want to look at it to figure that part out. So I just, I left it. Oh, Damn, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty proud. I was gonna do I was gonna do a week and then uh I made it a week easy and it's been two weeks and dude it's it's been great to unplug. It really has. It's been a a huge stretch just mushrooms, no social media, and kettlebells. <laughs> what more can a man want? What more it'll reboot people try to complicate life. this life thing. They try to complicate what it is, dude. All it is is drugs. <laughs> A little working out and family and values and and, and morals <laughs> <laughs> and a belief system and truth and justice. That's all it is. That's all it uh, is. It's so simple. It, it's been great. Uh, I I thought I keep. I thought I was gonna slip. Uh, my only anxiety, and I've talked to you about this uh, when we we actually do talk off off mic. Uh, we talked about this before. Uh, my only anxiety was that I wouldn't be able to to promote the show because I'm not on social media. So that, that tra- was what was hanging over my head. That train's now, rolling, bro. Don't you worry about it. It's finely tuned, okay? And now I know that's not an issue, and I just... Uh, I deleted the news apps, all of them off my phone, too. Like, there's literally words with friends and that uh, Hitman Sniper, which is a fantastic game. <laughs> but that's... It's been great. Well, it's been great. I don't know anything that's going on in the world. Well, you think you can get away from it. Not so fucking fast, bro. <laughs> All right? Because uh, here I am to tell you what's going on in the world. All you need to know this week is that Bernie Sanders sat by himself, and he had some mittens on, and it is memeing everywhere, bro. There's never been a funnier thing going on right now. He is looks- it? Is it- is it funny or? It is funny. It is legit funny. It, it's the most overkill thing that I've seen in a lot. Like, so he's wearing the, At the same. the inauguration? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So he's wearing the same jacket that he was wearing in that meme that's like, uh, here I am once again asking you for a donation. Right. That meme, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the same jacket. He's wearing that same jacket. I don't know if you remember that jacket. It's just like a. You know, a like a yeah, he's at the inauguration. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like mittens on, which are you know, I always think mittens are funny because it's just different than gloves. You know, you don't have like fingers. You just it's completely They're useless. It's completely covered. You're defenseless. You're out there like a declawed kitten in the jungle, and you can't do shit to protect yourself. And God knows, in this world, in 2021, you can walk around fucking mittens. Bernie Sanders got balls hanging down to his Dude. knees, and not because of age, because of size. Exactly. Guaranteed. No, a 20-year-old Bernie Sanders, <laughs> balls is touching his ankles, okay? Uh, look, so, the, yeah, so it looks like the original jokes were, so there's just a funny picture because all the chairs are, you know, obviously it's social distancing now because, uh, you know, a president that's taking that serious. And uh, so it looks like, you know, the joke is like, you know, it looks like Bernie's like, you know, either bored at a, at a party or at a party they didn't want to be at. There's a lot of there's a lot of jokes about uh, just the way he was dressed of like uh, like he was running errands, you know, like that's kind of what's going around. But what people are doing is they're taking Bernie and they're sitting him in other places. So uh, you have now seen like Bernie at like the, uh, you know, like Jesus's Last Supper sitting there. Uh, Bernie's on the J. Cole album cover. Uh, he's like just in the background because it's just him taking a seat. He's at all the sporting events and stuff like that. And so, uh, yeah, that's been that's really been what's taken over everything this Ooh. week. Is yeah, Bernie uh, looked real funny and uh, hilarious and grumpy. And uh, you know how like- funny it would have been if we if we'd elected him president. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really it, it truly did look like he had other shit going on. <clears throat> 
uh, <laughs> like that this was not the most important thing of his day. Like this was. He's just got a, a Walmart bag of shit. He's got to return. <laughs> He had some kind of like like a like a Manila envelope or something. Like he had <laughs> like a he had. Something. He's going to drop his mail. Off. Yeah, he had. Yeah, there's something in his hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about um, like the you know just the inauguration just happened and just how oh, it man. was just nothing. Nothing really happened. You know, it was just normal. Just people talking about America and nobody was scared that Nazis are going to take over or anything like that. You know, I just, I, and like they had, uh, now how is social media? How is our hometown reacting to Q not assassinating president Biden? Oh yeah. That's another thing. That's you're right. That's another thing that's happened this week is, uh, there's been a lot of uh, people posting, uh, screenshots from whatever right wing groups, where all the QA non people are like, uh, they're they're hurt. They're 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 starting to see that maybe all these dates that they've been telling you for three years that whenever this day comes, they're gonna arrest all these pedophiles that's running mm-hmm. the world and take them off. And every time that they've said it's gonna happen, nothing's happened. And there's starting to be a lot of articles and 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 stuff of uh, of them all starting to realize like, wait, like. <laughs> What I haven't heard from oh! Q and where's Q at? We haven't heard from him since December. And uh, I thought JFK Jr. was coming back from the dead to hang Mike Pence from a gallow in the Capitol yard. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Just J Lo singing a song and President Biden is now just a guy? No, <laughs> no, that is no! not my fantastical world. I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> what happened? What happened to? <laughs> Oh God! What happened to making this all like an epic story? What about that? What about making it like an action movie? Why isn't that real life? Yeah. So uh, yeah, apparently a lot of those dudes are. Ted Cruz is trying to like take over that group, Fuck like you. because uh, Biden actually did a bunch of stuff on his first day and signed a, yeah, a bunch like a of orders. Yeah, and so him getting back into the Paris uh, Climate Agreement, you know, to save the planet, him doing that. Right. Uh, Ted Cruz is leading the, uh, he's more worried about what's going on in Paris than what's going on in Pittsburgh, which is, you fucking idiot. It's not named the Paris Agreement because we're all like, let's help Paris. Let's make sure that Paris is, like, that their their emission levels, make sure that their emission levels are low. Let's make sure that they take care of their stuff. Let's give money to Paris. Just the city of Paris. Just Paris. Just the city of Paris. Let's just make sure they're okay. Not that you name that because that's just where they fucking meet and sign the nah, papers and shit nope. like that. No, it's, yeah, so that's his spin on it. It's because so our to, tax dollars are paying for Paris' streets to be cleaned. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the uh, that's the first, like, uh, one of those guys that I've seen try to, like, really take over in, like, a Trump way. It, like, I think, I think Ted's really going to try to take a swoop in and see if he can get trump's uh followers but the thing is they fucking hate him so like i uh if i had a kid as dumb as ted cruz i also would have been the zodiac killer i don't want to drop my mic because it co- it's expensive yeah, you but shouldn't just do imagine that. that just imagine i did Raphael. i fucking hate <laughs> him so much i i hate he's such a spineless fuck all the shit that trump said and did to him and he still just licks his fucking taint now man fuck him and that guy uh josh howley he can go fuck himself too. <laughs> All he's do is just uh, like the only thing about Josh Howley is at least he has the balls. Like he walked out. Do you know who I'm talking about? The Missouri senator or congressman? Kind of. What, what is- he walked out during the Capitol insurrection, like right before they broke into the Capitol and gave him like a, a fist oh, in the fuck, air I didn't sign. Even see that. Oh yeah. And then the only thing to his credit is he had, he's one of the only ones that hasn't backed down now. Cause I guess that's a credit. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I understand. What you're yeah, saying. it's hard. His beliefs are stupid, but at least he believes them. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I just wish that you know he wasn't an elected official. <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. of course. But like Lindsey Graham believes whatever Trump tells him to believe or whatever he and all those other people, all those other guys that were all on Trump are now now that he's not in power or they're resigning three days before before he gets out of office, like, that does anything. Oh, yeah, some, just, some dummies, like, trying to impeach Biden, show. too. I forgot about that. There's some, somebody, like, a couple hours ago uh, submitted. They're impeaching Biden already? 
Yeah, somebody, but it's it's already getting laughed at already. Like I think uh, I think no, she dude, handed, I think she it. handed the papers in and they just tore them up in front of her face. And was, was it like, that Marjorie ah, Marjorie I, Taylor dude, Green? I'll never know. Uh, I, but I think I think so. Let's I mean let's see if Twitter's still popping. With I hope it. she's listening to this um, podcast. I'll fight you in the street, Marjorie. Street fight, no rules. I'm a full on believer in equal rights and intergender violence. So a consensual consensual intergender violence. Marjorie Taylor Greene, if you're listening to this, meet me in the dojo and we'll fucking kumite style to the death. You probably can't put that in because it's a senator. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) What you gonna do, man, Secret Service? I thought I could could look something up right quick and uh, while you go through, but I forget that you'll haul off and start threatening to murder... Uh, the second you, know, you start looking, I just like, oh, now I gotta, uh, now somebody gotta die. Who am I threatening? What's, the second you stop looking, I go, wow, what, what can I get away with? How can I justify Louis C.K. Ha- coming back? What can I, what I got? <laughs> Mulaney got in trouble. Well, not got in trouble, but he, uh, there was like a thing where like the Secret Service like literally looked into him <laughs> because of uh, what he said in his SNL monologue. You saw that? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, heard it's about fucking that. crazy. Yeah, he like made some reference to Caesar getting stabbed, and like, uh, yeah, like literally, like you know, there's like the fucking, uh, I guess it was the Patriot Act or whatever, where you just like, mm-hmm. uh, fucking ask for it, and they like have to tell you freedom of information. Yeah, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, and so like, yeah, they're like, no, for real, they looked into John Mulaney. That's <laughs> and, funny. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Fucking uh, public enemy number one, that guy, John Mulaney, take him down. I did a podcast interview this weekend, and uh, <laughs> you weren't there to edit me out. Yeah, how'd it go? <laughs> Man, the guy asked, he asked me. Um, oh, I watched it. I know the moment. <laughs> I know the moment. specials? Yeah. He asked me who my influences were and who my favorite comedians were. I didn't watch the last 20 minutes, but I saw up like to that point. dumb fuck. I couldn't, I was, without even, I just... Well, I really like Bill Cosby. He's a monster, though, so you can't say it immediately, like, trying to you back have up. This, you have this horrible habit of, like, saying something and then realizing, I'm not in trouble yet. And then so you go, like, one more, because you listed, like, you listed, like, five or six, seven comics that you liked and that influenced you and it was totally fun and y'all were talking about that. And then it's like you cut the host off. You're like, wait, 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 before you ask me another question, one more time. Bill Cosby, though. I love Bill Cosby. And then you saw it, and you're like, wait. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> not, yeah. I you, don't uh, give a fuck. <laughs> I ain't on Twitter. Ain't nobody coming at me with nothing. Fuck <laughs> all y'all. Y'all can't me. do shit about it. Now, y'all can't one, do man. shit. It's a uh, tough one because I, I used to watch I used to watch Bill Cosby himself like every couple of months just right. because of watching his rhythm, his pacing, the way that he owned the crowd, the way that he kind of like gave the crowds moments of like now's okay to laugh, like we're in this together and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, you just can't anymore because he's a monster. Like I as, can't, as I can't a see anything with him in it anymore. Like it. No, as a hyperactive nine-year-old, he could make me sit still by just sitting in a chair. That's what fascinated me. And I have, now Hulk Hogan has done some shitty stuff, and I've always justified, I love I love the Hulkster, but I love Hulk Hogan, the character. The person I realize can do shit, like, I kind of view Hulk Hogan like a Superman character. And I tried to watch the Cosby show, I had a season of it on DVD. Yeah, we were cleaning up the house and I found it. I was like, oh, I used to love this show. Maybe I can. And man. No, dude, no. I just. Especially, almost especially not the Cosby the show. Credits, because, just because, the credits were like, uh Yeah, because he's playing this like, uh, you know, this perfect, uh, you know, uh, all American dad or whatever. And like, you know, he's America's dad. And yeah, so like you watch it and you just go, fuck you, bro. Like, fuck yeah. you. Uh, like for trying for trying to betray yourself this way, you're a rapist. You're a little for rapist. making me believe that he was that yeah. way. To like, ah, man. Yeah, that's tough. But I fucking spilled it out there on the podcast. The guy was trying to move on. I was like, no, no. And you know what else? <laughs> I don't care if somebody jerks off. So what? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it's just tough because I mean, every comedian is definitely you know influenced by him in some way or another, even if they maybe not even realize it. Like that's just how essential Cosby was to the early days of stand up comedy. So like, yeah, it's hard. Like I mean, I I, I definitely have told in interviews before. 
uh, before all the uh, right before everything came out or whatever. Like I definitely mentioned him. He was always like in my top five or whatever. Like it, it was it, definitely a. I, I don't want to uh, I don't make this a Cosby episode, but I remember it blew my mind when Hannibal Burris brought it up, and everyone else was like, "Yeah," like everybody, like it was a, a like a well known. Oh, secret. like a yeah, it was like just something you everybody know, like, knew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, dude. I mean, the thing that really got him was like, um, or that really like made the rape. <laughs> yeah, the rape. it's the That's rape. What got him. But the but the fact that like whenever he went to court with it in like two thousand three two thousand four and he had that settlement but he had uh he had his uh he had everything like sealed like uh all of his uh, testimony was sealed and it couldn't be released and then whenever they went back in all of it was unsealed and you could see it and he's literally like yeah I bought all the quaaludes in the world before they were gone back in the sixties and I, like he's talking about it. like he's like read it he's saying that he did it like uh. And so, like, once you see that, how could you sit there and keep saying, you know, how could you, like, there's no more, you don't have anything else to go on. I'm literally looking at your words, uh, not to mention it's like 60-something people that came out about it. Like that, And it, it was a real eye-opener. This It was a real eye, maybe this is just a dumb dude, but it was a real eye-opener to me that, he made it hard for people. He built up such a, a persona and st- that people didn't want to believe. Dude, so much. No matter goodwill. how many there were, people did not want to believe these women. No matter how many of them, it's just the crazy because it's- they wanted we we all wanted to believe he was who he was on the TV. Yeah, it's like, It was just. How yeah, yeah, it's so much good. Held on to that is just heartbreaking. It's like if know. Bob Ross or fucking Mister Rogers, like if they you had, like you mouth. would just, you would, <laughs> yeah, you would be like, "There's no way," like yeah, you know, like that's the same like uh, reaction to it of just somebody that like Tom Hanks right now had sixty allegations against him. Like uh, initially, I'd be like, "What?" what? Like that, you know. Uh, but man, yeah, it's it's undeniable. Yeah, I want There's to not even. <laughs> I, and I I fucking laid it out there in that interview too. Um, stand up, speakeasy. It's called. We'll post a link. Right, we will. Sure. There you go. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I posted a link already. What do you think about that? Uh, it's, out there. <laughs> it's already been out there. Look, I have notes because that's what my phone is for now. Um. Oh. Okay. All right. Zoe was watching this cartoon. She watches this show uh, called Total Drama. Okay. And I thought it's just like a high school show or whatever, but it's a cartoon. It's like a cartoon survivor, but superheroes and villains. And she gets like, she gets, it's like the show survivor. That's what you're on an island. But it, yeah, it's a reality show just animated. I don't, and she loves it. And she was watching it the other day, and one of the one of the girls on the show started crying during her confessional, <clears throat> and she was like real comically crying, like ah, you know, like the tears are spraying out. And I started laughing because mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to be a funny part. And Zoe turned around to me, and she said, "You don't laugh at someone for crying. She's sad. That's not funny. That's what villains do." And then after she said that, she stared me into the windows of my soul for like a good 30 seconds. Just like fucking daggers right into my heart. And like, she's, she's right. And I yeah. was like, I'm, she's, I'm sorry. And she goes, out. okay. And slowly turn around and sit back down on the couch. I was like, holy yeah. shit. She's trying, she's trying, she's at that moment, like, is my dad a villain? Is that what I just oh, found man. out? Is my dad, like, yeah, just <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> I guess I am. And I am. Was, that shit was funny. <laughs> she was heartbroken. To the big reveal, she was heartbroken. She fucking man. laid it on me, though. It made well, me she laugh learned really something good from somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a mama i guess up. i don't know i guess it's a good th- good thing you put in front of that tv she learned something <laughs> from the tv shows that's how my family treated me they like uh 
my grandmother when she would like watch me as a kid and that what that just meant was she would just like put me in front of the tv and then cook right. for eight hours or whatever she was doing that's all grandmas do every yeah. memory you have a grandma is like they cook for 12 hours a day and then go then walk their dog and go to sleep that's what yeah. grandmas do she, uh, she might move like some knickknacks around move around her furniture like every now and then like that's you know that was the other vacuum thing. maybe what was it I remember she used to take me, she like, uh, she had like a weird job. Like, uh, I don't even know really what this job was, but she would just like go and take care of other old ladies. Like, I don't know. Like she would just go <laughs> and to some other old lady's house and I would go with her and she would make sure they ate and took their medicine or whatever. And I'm like, you're the same age as this old lady. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, like what the Chase, thing that's was. called having friends. I don't know. <laughs> This is a friend. She just had friends that she was checking up on. Nah, she was getting paid. She was getting, like, it was a, like, she would sit in the oh, living shit. room and, like, yeah, like, it was She was nice. going there roughing them up for money. It would be, like, different people, like, all, like, and, uh, and I would just sit in the corner and, uh, look at my baseball cards and, and then, then we'd go back. Like, that was, uh, that was every time I'd spend, like, hang out with grandma during the summer. <laughs> my mom had, uh, when we were little, my mom liked to go antique shopping and she would go to like these little like hole in the wall impossible to find places because she knows somebody and somebody, you know. Yeah. And there was a lady that we used to go see named Miss Trotty. Her last name was Trotty and she had an antique shop and she, I thought she was my grandma for forever. <laughs> I thought she was like my third grandma. Yeah. Because her antique shop looked like it was a house that she just put stuff in. Uh, like it was real nice, but I remember when I was a kid, she, when we would go, my mom would let me bring two wrestlers and I could only bring two, uh, the big rubber one, LJNs. And, uh, one day I broke some, uh, vase or a lamp. I don't remember which one it was, but Hulk Hogan knocked it off trying to knock out Iron Sheik. And then I couldn't even bring wrestlers anymore. Oh man. And for like, I remember in my head, it was like five years, but I'm sure it was like two visits. My mom would make me sit in a chair the whole time that she, and I just had to sit there. The whole time she was doing her antiquing, and I I just thought that was my grandma. Uh, it wasn't. I th- what's crazy is like um, back then, like whenever I was that age, you could sit me there and like it would suck, but I could I w- I would do it. Like I'd be upset, mm. but like dude, I could I could if if grown ass Chase right now had to sit somewhere and not touch his phone. For, <laughs> for twenty minutes, just sit there. I'd be, dude. I'd be kicking and screaming, like he <laughs> losing my goddamn mind. Like, gotta check stuff. See, <laughs> now this, this is another. Now I want to tell you that's because you just got unplugged, bro. I know. I'm so and jealous. Then- <laughs> I want to get back on social media and tell everybody how good I am for not having social media. I'm telling people mostly what I'm tweeting about these days is how proud I am of you not being on social media. I'm just tweeting out love letters about how much I miss you. I miss your tweets about how you're going to fuck up America or whatever you used to tweet about. And uh, I, I tried to download so many apps to delete all my tweets. <laughs> I was telling, uh, I was wanting to brag about not being on social media. It reminded me of a, uh, we were doing a show a long time ago with the, uh, I don't want to put a name out there, with a comedian who kept bragging about not watching TV. Oh, yeah. And they were giving a shit, and this comedian is talking about how he never watched TV, doesn't even own a TV, but while he's saying that, he's literally watching a TV show on his laptop in front of us, and you just <laughs> lay it into him about, about how it wasn't any different. And that was, like, very early on in our friendship, and I remember, oh, man, I remember, like, nah, I like this dude. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember, even, I don't I don't remember really word remember for word, that. but it was Kate's. It was at Kate Street, and yeah. you fu- oh god damn it, it was so funny. You're like, yeah, it's not a TV, but you're fucking watching the same thing, right? Yeah, Are you watching like, it. It's, it's 2015. Nobody has a TV anymore. As you said something <laughs> like, oh god damn it, it was so funny. Yeah, you're not unplugged when you got a fucking screen in your pocket and one in your backpack and like what are you fucking talking about? I'm one with nature, bro. Only iPad mini. You hear me? Look, just an iPad mini and a parks and recreation, okay? That's all that's all I got going on. And uh, you know, YouTube. I just keep up with everything going on on YouTube and you know and you know, every Instagram. Instagram too, you know I'm over there. But other than that, dude, I'm unplugged, bro. I'm not even watching TV, bro. It's bad for you. Mess your head up. Mess your head up watching all that TV. They pro- so that's just, how they program you. Yeah, I just scroll aimlessly through other people's lives now. That is 
a better way to do it. <laughs> Man, you know, uh, you talked last week about how uh, I used to just get mad about stuff. That has been the best. That's been the best break is learning, just not reading stupid comedians, stupid tweets about stupid shit that doesn't matter and getting mad about it. Yeah. I don't want to keep talking. I, now I do sound and dude, I'm just so at peace with the universe. And I'm at one. I'm going to tell you why I seem so at peace with the universe at one. First, I am. I'm a <laughs> zen out motherfucker. All right? I lift weights and eat T-bone steaks and barbell plates. And I zone in and meditate and harness my chi every fucking day. All fucking day. You hear me? America. <laughs> uh, today, I ate a whole bunch of mushroom chocolate and then went to Dino Adventure in Kenner, Louisiana. <laughs> You're the only person that I know that has like mushrooms in like candy form. I've never, I've never, I've talked to other people about it. I'd be like, I do, I was like, my, my best friends like eating chocolate bars that are full of mushrooms. And they're like, I, like, I, that's amazing. I, I have one of the boxes around here somewhere. Uh, yeah, I had gummies for a little while and I had, uh, like for microdosing or for, uh, macrodosing. <laughs> Depending. how many times have you gone for because you told me you uh when you started you were like yeah i'm gonna start trying to do this micro dosing thing and uh i knew i was like there's no such thing as micro dosing with josh watts at a certain point <laughs> at a certain point he's gonna go for it there ain't no way you're just gonna um, eat. i'm just gonna eat 0.3 grams and uh well yeah the the first time i did it uh i had gummies that were like eat one as a microdose, eat five as therapeutic. I don't know something. They had it listed on the package. You gave me, yeah, you gave me a couple of them. Uh, I was uh, I I I came from your house. I was staying uh, I was staying at my parents' house for Christmas or whatever when I was down to visit, and uh, I was like, well, if I eat all of these, like went like. If I do this tomorrow during the day, I'm going to have my parents like talking to me and trying to like see what's going on. And like, I'm going to be trying to like, you know, meet God and shit like that. And I can't, I don't have time for what you got, like your worldly problems. I don't got time to explain that to you. And so I, it was like midnight, one o'clock. And I was like, I'm just going to take them now. So I just took them like at one o'clock in the morning and just stayed up for seven hours and yeah, just was man. like, yeah. And then I'll just go to bed at eight. And wake up around noon, and that'll just be like normal anyway. That's, that's, my day. A, that's a normal like chase. That yeah, you don't even know that I fucking went into another dimension while you fools were sleeping. You have no idea. Uh, but uh, yeah, keep, yeah, keep going. Yeah, the you first go, uh, time I was really nervous to try it. Uh, I was afraid to try it. I didn't. Nobody, nobody ever explained how it is accurately or how what it's like accurately to me. And I, in my mind. I was going to be completely incapacitated and talking to Scooby-Doo and, you know, like, but, um, because I have PTSD and some brain injuries and stuff from the military and, uh, I had a pretty heavy pill addiction for a couple of years that have kind of, my brain is kind of, Man. Mush, yeah. Mushed. <laughs> Mushed. <laughs> Thanks to the United States government. Um. <laughs> But I had read a whole I had read a whole lot about psilocybin. I never listened. I never learned how to pronounce it right. But about how uh, it can kind of like uh, knock cobwebs out of your brain, kind of like reboot your brain, I guess. Yeah. Kind of clear up some things. And uh, I tried it the first time I tried it. I took like the micro, the micro dose, and then I waited two days and I did like four times that amount. And uh, it. I'm not. I'm gonna sound like they like mushrooms are paying me. Uh, the greatest thing ever. Big mushroom. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Um, it's it's like it rebooted my brain. Between that uh, and my favorite thing to do is to eat it, wait about an hour, and then go work out really, really hard during that hour while it's kicking in. Yeah. Because then endorphins hit, and it's just, and I'm outside in the sun in my backyard. It's beautiful. Um. Ah. But it's like uh, it it rebooted my brain. Like it clear, I'm more patient. I feel more relaxed, um, more empathetic. More I don't know how to explain it. Just more present in the moment. Just uh, better. Just uh, I feel like a better person 
and it sticks <laughs> yeah. around for a little while. I don't even know how to explain it, man. That sounds that sounds ridiculous. If you're listening no, man, to this I mean, and you've I, never I, done I, it, it sounds ridiculous. It's been I couldn't recommend it enough. It's been the best thing in the world to I mean, I really feel like it like defogged my brain. For sure. If that may, like, I don't know. It's great. I, I always <laughs> say it's like a reset. Like, I, I don't do, you know, like you're doing it more like regularly uh, because of like taking like a lower dosage and stuff. But like when I do it, oh, it's like every couple months and I fucking go for it. And like, uh, yeah, I, it just takes my whole weekend or whatever. Like I'm just yeah. tripping the whole time. And, uh, uh, but I always say it's like a reset. Like I don't need to like do it again right after anything. I just like, just all right, cool. <laughs> now, now we're yeah. back. Like a uh, new start, fresh, whatever. Uh, learned something about myself, appreciated some things. And, uh, yeah. and now, you know, three, four months from now when I hate everything, I'll do it again. <laughs> Not me. I'm like, uh, all right, I got four more hours. <laughs> yeah. Can we wrap this up actually? Cause, uh, I like um, to trip a little bit before bed. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I, I do at least two days in between, but there have been, uh, you know, I, I've done it pretty regularly here recently, but uh, now I'm easing off, I guess, because it's kind of, I'm starting to, like, I feel it for days after. I just feel like that calming, Yeah, I don't know, it's fantastic. And it saves money on weed because I don't smoke a lot, whatever. You don't do the combination? I like doing the combination. I, like. I It's not that I don't like to, I just forget. Like it does. I like even... the uh, I like the way the smoke looks uh, whenever I'm doing mushrooms and stuff. Like I think that's I tried to read. I tried to read, and uh, when I one day when I took the most I had taken, I tried to read, and then I was like, "Why are two whose arms is this holding?" Like I didn't see anything, but I was looking down at my own arms, like, "Who the fuck is that? Who's holding <laughs> yeah. this book? What is happening? What even is that? Why are the words like it was?" And then I realized it had been 45 minutes of me just sitting there talking to a book. <laughs> a but book. Uh, we went, we went it's to a very this important called, book in your life. <laughs> we went to this thing called Dino Adventure. And that's where they have like the animatronic dinosaurs, you know. That's pretty awesome. And uh, well, <laughs> this was in the Pontchartrain Center parking lot uh, during the day because of COVID. You can't go in and sit. So. They, um, you have to download the SoundCloud, no shit, and listen to the tour guide, uh, from your car. Okay, that's. I mean, that's pretty good. Zoe stood up on the console, was looking out of the window at him, and Henry, uh, Henry is super into dinosaurs right now. Like he yeah. growls. Oh yeah, he loves. It. He growls and uh, he'll uh, it's hilarious. He'll come growling and chase you, and then uh, stop and scream like a girl, like real exaggerated. He goes. Ah! And then turns around and runs because he wants you to be a dinosaur and chase him. <laughs> and he was asleep because we had to go over the causeway to go to Kenner. And he had fallen asleep. And then he just woke up with us putting him in my, in his mom's lap. And fucking dinosaurs are outside the window. I can't imagine <laughs> what went through his brain at that time. Because he was sound asleep. And all of a sudden, yeah. we're like, hey, there's a fucking Allosaurus right here. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Can you process and that, baby? Huh? <laughs> I'll tell you. uh you can clearly see uh, in broad daylight in a parking lot in Kenner, you can see why they do these shows in a stadium with spotlights with the people far away. Because <laughs> some of the dinosaurs are like torn up foam. Like you can see where the foam is split. Oh, like yeah. The, I guess because it's in a parking lot and if it rains, they put it together real fast. And some of the leg pieces aren't fit all the way together. So it's... <laughs> And that fucking shit cost fifty dollars to ride through it. How long? How long? Like, how long did it take? Twenty minutes, maybe. Oh, but that—I mean, like your edge and in front of a scene, and then you watch. But it's just in a parking lot, like they serpentined a parking lot around, and it was awesome. I loved it. Kids had a blast, but fifty dollars seemed like a lot of fucking money for that. But I had eaten some of that chocolate this morning. And those dinosaurs were fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing that phone. I saw the T Rex and I was like, "Look at that motherfucker! Look at those teeth! Oh, it's a majestic <laughs> creature! Look at it! It's just beautiful to see a T Rex in Look this natural it. environment of this parking lot and in Kenner, Louisiana. In Get my Kenner, crossbow, Louisiana. Just, just like the Lord right intended. Now. Look at." It. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then uh, Zoe, as if like she was trying to reassure herself, she just kept saying, these aren't real. <laughs> but it wasn't like it was kind of half confident and half. She's like, these aren't real, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody's saying like, they're Everybody not going to eat right, you. You, <laughs> you can stand out of the sunroof. They won't eat you because she seemed concerned about it. I mean, look, um, at least she, you know, she knew better than to just be out in the open with dinosaurs around. She, she knew enough. Smart kids, survival. Like I said, that kid is learning somewhere. That kid is learning somewhere in your house. It ain't for me. I, it ain't for me. Oh man, I'm in another dimension all day. Yeah, I'm you're not, not even on her. that planet. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, ah, <laughs> uh. mm. <coughs> so. Uh, made a real ass of myself last week, uh, as I'm known to do around this time of year, uh, because boy, do I got a big old heart. I got a big old heart and I just, <laughs> I, I just believe, I just believe with all of it, with just everything in me. I just believe year after year that the New Orleans Saints are going to be the greatest football team that has ever played football. And they're probably just in the NFL whenever we win the Super Bowl again. And I believe that every year that we go in and every year they find some way to break my goddamn heart, my huge heart. They just do it. So I'm talking all that shit last week. What happened? Did Tom Brady beat him? No. This motherfucker, I mean, he they beat us, but he didn't beat us. We fucking gave them that game. They, all right, I still think, that, I don't give a fuck. I still think they're the most fraudulent team in the playoffs, all right? They truly are, okay? Because they have beaten two teams this entire season that have a winning record. That's all. They've beaten two teams that won more games than they lost. It sucks that mine's one of them. We still beat them twice, though, before they beat us. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I, that still didn't fix that logic. That whole, like, uh, us being an underdog and needing to worry in the third game. Here's what happened. Uh, we're kicking the shit out of them. Uh, we're up a touchdown. Yes. We're going to score another touchdown. Uh, Jared Cook, who is dead to me now. This man is dead to me. <laughs> I I will drive him to the airport. I will drive him to whatever new team he is going to be on, okay? Because he's not welcome back here, okay? I'm done. I got no more use for him, okay? No use for him. Go Zip, back. You cut off. I'd say go back to Oakland. They don't even have the team there anymore, okay? Maybe, maybe you can just go and live the, I don't know. You got to go. You got to go because we're up a touchdown. We're going to score another one. He fumbles the ball. They immediately, they bring it back. They score a touchdown. Drew Brees throws a touch. Drew Brees throws an interception because my man, <laughs> turns out my man's got a torn rotator cuff too. So he's uh, coming back from the 11 broken ribs and also Jesus. has a rotator's cuff. And he's 42 years old and he didn't have the strongest of arms to begin with. So my man is just, he's throwing five yard darts. Like that's all he's got in him. But see, if this is a movie, just the odds stacked against him that you just said, like he's going to hold out of it and win. I thought I've he seen, was. I've seen this movie. Spielberg directed it. I saw it. I thought he was. So we turned the ball over four times. They score three of their touchdowns off of our off of our turnovers. They beat us by 10. We gave them 21 points, and they beat us by 10. So that's why I think they're fucking frauds. One of them, we gave them the ball on the three-yard line. On the goddamn three-yard line. We say, here, go fucking nine feet or whatever. Like, that's all. And you want this? <laughs> yeah. And that's what they, and that's how they scored. And so they play Green Bay next week. So now I got a root for Aaron Rodgers, who is uh, a superstar in football that doesn't seem to uh, to be very likable. <laughs> Never seen a less likable person. Uh, and uh, But he's so good at football. And so I'm hoping that he's going to beat Tom Brady uh, because I just can't. I just. That's the most. So boring. now the Saints are out. It was a playoff. Yeah, that was it, man. That was Fuck. it. So that's how we lost. Is uh, our last four years have really been heartbreaking. So we should have won a Super Bowl at some point in these last four years. Uh, we were we won our division all four years. We won, uh, you know, eleven or more games all four of those years. Uh, we lose. First year in the playoffs, it's the fucking uh, Minnesota miracle, the Minneapolis miracle, whatever the fuck it is. The miracle is just that we couldn't tackle. That's all that the goddamn miracle was. That was all that Minnesota prayed for. I'm glad that that's what you wanted. You fucking wasted a miracle on Marcus Williams not being able to tackle, you fucking assholes. They, uh, yeah, we, uh... 
<laughs> we fucking we're about to win. We're about to go on to the next round of the playoffs. We have a really good team. There's like seven seconds left or some shit and we're up by three and uh vikings throw just a fucking it's it's not even a hell mary they're so far away they can't even throw it into the end zone they just throw an out route that should have just been caught tackle and what happens is our safety basically i don't know he put his head straight down he decided his eyes didn't need to be (laughs) on the person he's tackling he just heads straight down and decided he was gonna dive at the dude instead of wrapping him up and so instead he just dove at his feet and the guy moved his feet and was like oh fuck i guess i'll run 50 yards to win the game and eliminate you from the season i guess your season's over now so we lost that way the next year we fucking had that pass interference that they changed the rule about where the dude tackled our guy. Right, I remember that, that. That was to go to the Super Bowl. That was to go to the Super Bowl and play Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. They could have had Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl two years ago, uh, and they fucked us. They fucked us so hard, they changed right rules. In the butt. They changed rules. The next year, you could actually review that if that happened again. Uh <laughs> That yeah, that wasn't a, that was the thing because we were just going like, what the fuck? That was so obvious. Like if there was if we could replay that, you would look and go, holy shit, it was a flag. Uh, and so they put that in the next year because the wrong team went to the Super Bowl. The next year we fucking lose to Minnesota again in overtime, and then this year we lose. We give Tom Brady a game, and uh, yeah, so we lost to us. Yeah, we lost to us, and so uh, yeah, it's just it's a heartbreaking thing. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm I'm. I'm Michael Scott, dude. I'm ready to get hurt again, bro. I'm uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm already thinking about who the new quarterback's gonna be. Drew hasn't officially announced the retirement, but it, I mean, I don't see. I mean, it's done. It's buddy. You I, think that's it? It's gotta be, man. It, it's just I can't. First off, just every all the injuries they ended up having this year to have to rehab all that to come back and then be 43 when you do that. Like he still had Yo, a good fuck, year, man. Like he still had a good year. It wasn't embarrassing. Like uh it sucks that his last guy like that was his worst game of the year was this playoff game like and so that sucked because those other ones that we lost you could say it wasn't drew's fault like he played well in all those games it was just fluke shit that we lost this was like it was kind of drew it was drew's fault like yeah and so fuck drew yeah so uh Jameis Winston. I guess that's who I got to fucking... That's our new quarterback. (laughs) That's a new savior of New Orleans. What happened to Jamarcus Uh, Russell? Bro, there's so many funny stories about that guy. Uh, Wait, or is it Glenn Davis? Which one of which one of the guys from here ended up? Was it Jamarcus Russell? Well, both football of football and basketball. No, not both. Well, so Glenn Davis, that's big baby. He played basketball. Uh, Jamarcus Russell played football. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was LSU's. not basketball too. He no. was LSU. Gotcha. LSU's gotcha. quarterback. I mean, they're both. You know, uh, but yeah, Jamarcus Russell. So the funny thing about him was uh, they. He uh, got drafted first overall, which if you would have asked, like, I don't know how old it was then, like, 22-year-old Chase, I'd have been like, that is a horrible decision. Don't draft him. Like, he's a good quarterback. He should not be the first person picked of all the players available (laughs) in the draft. He was just big and had a big arm, but, like, he really, like, he wasn't very accurate. Like, he wasn't very fast. Like, it just – all right. So, he goes both on. Of them, both of them kind of like shit out when they went pro, didn't they? Uh, didn't no, they ba- Jamarcus Russell. No, Big Baby actually had a career, uh, and so, uh, but Jamarcus was so he's the number one pick. Uh, he busts so fucking bad that they literally changed how they pay rookies because he got <laughs> he got at that time like a a top ten pick or a first. What round. year? What year? 2008, nine, somewhere up in there, maybe 10. Uh, and uh, no, because we won the national championship the year after he left. So that was 2007. So, oh, dude. So, yeah, I was really, I was like a uh, senior in high school or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's he's supposed to be, you know, you drafted to be the savior of the franchise. He's supposed to right. save, he's supposed to save the Raiders. And uh, back then, whenever you got drafted in the first round, those guys were getting more guaranteed money than, like, veteran players in the league. Like, Jamarcus Russell, I want to say it was, like, $35 million. He never played a snap in the league yet, and he's he's getting 35 mil. Jesus. And, uh, and so he, doesn't, he makes it, like, two seasons. There's this hilarious story uh, that came out, like, uh, pretty recently, like, within the last, like, year or two where uh they're talking about just him being lazy and not uh not like studying or knowing plays or anything like that or 
uh, feeling like he needed to do something for the $35 million that they gave right? him. <laughs> and so uh, they gave him a, they gave him a blank tape and was like, Hey, watch this tonight. Uh, like it was, you know, they told him like, it's got blitz coverages on it or whatever. And then the next day they asked him like, Hey, did you watch that tape? And he was like, yeah. And started talking about all the stuff <laughs> that, he, that he learned from the tape that was blank. Yeah. Yeah, he gained a bunch of weight too when he got in the league. He just like, yeah, he. See, uh, now I just confused him with uh, Big Baby. I thought Jamarcus Russell's nickname was Big Baby, and I thought he nah. was one who gained weight and wasted his career. Nah, well, he did, yeah. Uh, but oh, he, he wasn't. But he wasn't named Big Baby. That's, he he gained weight and wasted his career and the whole right. But that wasn't and everything. That no, wasn't Glenn, gotcha. Big Baby. Just was big. And uh, he no, he won a championship with the Celtics. He uh, he actually had like a good. He wasn't oh, like shit. a. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wasn't like the star or anything, but he was like he played like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes a game. Like he he gave he played like nine seasons. A I just I got him. He, I got uh, him. It used to be a big him. fucking deal. I went to school. Uh, I'll fight him. I, oh, I'm about to tell you about how I fought him. I I went to I went to school with a dude named Tasman Mitchell who played at LSU. He didn't play in the league. He played overseas and stuff, but it was a big fucking deal. He was like uh, McDonald's All American. He was two years ahead of me and shit. And uh, uh, like they literally built like the new gym because of Tasman, like yeah. because of how many people that were like coming to see him. And so Big Baby is a year older than him, and he went to University High, which is Baton Rouge uh, High School. And uh, when they would play, like they, it would be a big fucking deal. Like they, they like That's one awesome. game, like one game they played like at. Uh, like at the PMAC and shit, like just because that many people were like wanting to see him and everything. And, uh, yeah. And so, school. yeah. So I, you know, I was there and I told baby, I told baby, you ain't shit. You hear me, baby, you big old baby. I t- so yeah, I ain't scared of him. I told him he ain't shit. <laughs> That's what the story was about. Was I ain't scared I, of big I, baby. I got you. Yeah. Fuck a big baby. That's a, yeah. I, I said, mean, Taz, fuck a big Tasman's, baby. Tasman's way better than you. And I ain't fucking no big baby. You hear me? Uh, you can't make me fuck no baby. How, <laughs> how big he is? Or you? He so he he did have a moment where his uh, I, like they they called him Big Baby like in high like they called him that in high school and everything and like I I don't believe the name was given to him because of him being like spoiled or whiny or anything like that. But then it in the NBA actually there was like a moment where. It, it like that's why they called him that because uh fucking kevin garnett made him cry on the bench one time like legit cry like full-on like upset cry like because kg kg would fucking just tell like would fucking tell you when you're fucking up and would like let you know about yourself and stuff kevin like that. that yeah and i and i guess he he, he gave the baby too much truth and uh and, and yeah and he just bawling crying on the side uh yeah in the it's funny that we're talking about uh big baby glenn davis in the basketball baton rouge scene because big baby morgan wright in the baton rouge comedy scene <laughs> it, it's such a funny crossover because he cried he's cried at every comedy show he's ever done I that's like cry- his that's his shtick. Is after he bombs, he goes off stage and Chase just gives him so much truth. He just starts crying. Every time I Every talk time. to him, he cries. That man is weak. He's used to weak. be used to be primetime Morgan Wright, and then it became big old baby Morgan Wright. <laughs> Check out his podcast, Big Babies. <laughs> big Babies get rights downs to it. <laughs> I've been watching a bunch of really old wrestling on the WWE Network. Yeah. Uh, and hint <laughs> thank you for that subscription <laughs> and uh <laughs> chase uh chase henry is super into it uh, chase is too <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't ex- i i would think that he has been conditioned for a lot more than enjoying 1988 clash of the champions with the road warriors because it's slow and it's but man when that shit comes on he just freezes and watches it. And then he gets really excited and he starts, we have a wrestling mat and he'll drag it out on the floor. And then he just climbs on the couch and jumps off, climbs up, jumps off. And then he'll go get a stuffed dog and put it on the mat and then climb on the couch and jump on the dog. Yeah, dude. And then he just starts beating the shit out of everything. And Zoe will come in the room and he runs up to her and he just goes, <laughs> and he just starts punching. <laughs> it's always a dead giveaway that he watches too much wrestling with his dad. 
<laughs> and uh, he'll do poses before he does stuff. He climbs Yeah, he's up been doing the... the poses for a long time. That always was awesome. That makes me really proud. He I've still does do the, that the ricochet. He'll, yeah. he'll point straight up in the sky. sky. He likes to, if you put a hood on him, I'm going to get a video of it. If you put a hood on him, uh, like a sweatshirt hood, not a not a hood hood. If you put a if you put a hood on him, he'll flip you put it a back plastic bag over his head. And he does like the AJ Styles. He'll do the AJ Styles thing. It's pretty great. Uh he loves wrestling. And um he makes me so happy. But Zoe was laying on the floor earlier and he climbed up on the couch and he looked at her and he looked at me and he goes and then he held his elbow out and he just fell off the couch onto her with an elbow drop. And he jumped up, and she was crying because she got elbow dropped. Yeah, and she knows how he I like. It. He started laughing, and he did. He does this now. He goes, <laughs> and he, he covers points. his mouth. Yeah, and points. Oh yeah, listeners. He covers his mouth when he laughs and points like a cartoon villain. It's insane to watch, but hilarious. And uh, now that he's been attacking Zoe so much, I can hear her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I I'll be in a room and I'll hear in the other room Zoe begging for mercy, and it's so funny because she goes, "No, Henry, no, I'm your sister, Henry. I'm your favorite sister. You love me." <laughs> and she'll say that a couple of times, and then Henry starts crying because uh, she hit him or like she's had yeah. enough of it and pushes him over because he doesn't understand that he's being too rough. But it's so funny to hear her because she starts off, "No, Henry." You're, I'm your sister and you love me. No. And then she's, no, Henry. And then he gets punched <laughs> in his gut. <laughs> she's giving him warning signs. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious, man. That's good. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap that up for me. You want to get out of here? Let's get hey, out of uh, here. Comment on the backdrop in the YouTube or podcast comments. Uh, if you have any vintage wrestlers or superheroes that you'd like to discuss, sell or trade with me. Uh, hit me and Terry up right here, and we can talk. Oh, about it's it. a toy of Terry Balea. That's a little. That goes against what you said earlier. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, thought, no, no. I thought you liked the character Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this is my life side, Terry Balea. <laughs> Thirty-six episodes of this podcast was built up for this gotcha moment. I fucking knew it. Seven years of best friendship pissed away because you wanted a gotcha moment. That I actually do love Terry Balea, <laughs> even though he's shrimp, burp, stirring pornos. Well, Lottie, fucking die. I guess I'm canceled, America. Hashtag cancel me. And I'll I never love read about Bill it. Cosby. <laughs> and Bill Cosby's hilarious. <laughs> Buckets everybody. See you next week. <laughs>